0: his mouth noises for one finally huh old clicky boy Jim
1: <laughs> so what are we looking at in the first round
0: you're not taking Devante I'm not taking Devonte. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to take Juju... <laughs> Smith... <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster I don't know why I can't say his name now you want to try that again Juju Smith Schuster <laughs>
1: <laughs> almost sounds racist they're anti-semitic well
0: his mom named him that that ain't my problem yeah you didn't do that do you remember last year when someone stole his bike and it was like you don't remember that uh-huh. and it was like super sad and he was like posting please return my bike and i think antonio brown when he was still with him was like hey can you please return juju's bike and all of this it was a big deal who steal? okay he's a football player i'm assuming he has Actually, I don't know. I think he was like a late round pick. So, so maybe he
1: didn't get a great contract. He, yeah,
0: he probably didn't have that much money. Right. Okay, have you been watching Hard Knocks? No. Mm. I don't have access to HP. Oh, right, no. right. I wish you would because obviously Antonio Brown's on it, and I am pretty sure he is like on some sort of narcotic or like he's on something because he's always like his eyes are like real slanty and he's right. just like. Hey, man, what's up, man? It's just like, (laughs) I didn't really notice it in the first couple episodes, and then I heard a podcast talk about it, and then I was paying attention yesterday, and I was like, holy shit, this guy is fucking high as fuck.
1: You think it's a little fall from grace for Star Receiver?
0: Well, obviously, you know, he had the frostbit feet. Yeah. I almost wonder if they didn't give him, like, some painkillers or, Mm. like, something to keep him nice and comatose, because I imagine that hurts really bad. Sure. They're like, how are they fixing it? He's like, oh, we just keep cutting the skin off of it. <laughs> <sighs> Remove the dead skin. Ugh, uh, yeah. Can you imagine you are just like peeling the skin back on your feet and just like scissoring it off? <laughs> now imagine if your dog came up and ate it. <laughs> Wasn't that, was that Casey who was talking about that cat who ate the top of his head? Uh, yeah, <laughs> the so. was like yeah. 26 years old, yeah. just started eating the yeah. top of its own head Yeah, its head <laughs> fell off, or the scalp fell off and it just ate it I was like, if its head fell off, how would it keep eating itself? Yeah. Nah, uh, <laughs> just the top skin part, that's disgusting Hello
1: everybody, welcome to another episode of the Butt Podcast The only podcast on the internet that uploads weekly Who knows what it'll be about? Certainly not me, my name is Adam Sitting across from me only today is Cody. Are How doing? are you, Cody? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, uh, it's weird to do this without Jordan.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Where is he? Uh, who knows? Is he uh, dead? dead? Is I he guess dead? so. Yeah, in the no, canon, right? Allegedly, we're saying allegedly he is with his future wife, fiance. They call that okay. <laughs> We're not French here. His betrothed. But he is having dinner or something with them. At like a fancy spot? I, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. I don't know what he's doing. McDonald's? <laughs> what if that's all they were? He's like, I can't come, guys. I gotta get a Big Mac combo. Yeah, I gotta go to that's the BK like his play thing. place. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's too fancy for, for that, don't you think? Yeah. He thinks he's too hoity-toity.
1: Yeah, they probably went to, like, Shake Shack at the mall or something. <laughs> they were like,
0: it's the only one in
1: Minnesota, okay, is, bro.
0: Okay, I, I got this confused between Shake Shack and Steak and Shake. Yeah. Okay, so Steak and Shake is, is a different good. thing. Not really. It's supposed to be, like, um, Whataburger and, like... Steak? No. No? What? Steak and Shake? No. What's the New York one that's supposed to be, like, Whataburger and, like, In-N-Out? That might be Shake Shack you think it's shake shack yeah okay it could be i I don't know um is uh is it good have you had it i haven't okay what do they serve at shake shack i hope
1: shakes (laughs) for god's sakes and hamburgers (laughs) i know it's shakes and hamburgers
0: well i'm assuming there's not actually steaks it's not you're thinking of steak and shake again (laughs) you're saying the wrong things (laughs) over and over wait what's the other one Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Okay. All right. You know who I think has really good shakes? Who? Is uh Potbelly. Potbelly? I didn't even know they had shakes. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I thought they were just sandwiches. Are you a big fan of hot sandwiches? Toasted sandwiches? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, thank you, Quiznos, for introducing that <laughs> into my life. Yes. But Potbelly's is fantastic. You yeah. like it? Yeah, I do. I think it's overpriced. It's like $8. I'd rather have a Jersey Mike for that price. Okay,
0: I still need to go there. The Philly I...
1: steak is pretty f- okay. freaking good.
0: So, does Jersey Mike has hot or cold sandwiches? Yeah. Okay. And the Philly steak is... Hot, obviously. Yeah. And you say it's highly recommended. I think it's bueno. <laughs> Okay, so it's a time of the year. Have you went to the State Fair? Are you planning on going to the State yeah, Fair? Yeah, I'll be there. I haven't been yet, but okay. I will
1: be there for sure. Don't I you usually
0: go on weekends? Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> like it when it's jam-packed a little bit. <laughs> you, are you a big people watcher? That's, That's one good... of the main reasons to go. Okay. I The last time I went, I think I might have talked about on this show, where the gentleman with a wife beater on... Had a big prison swastika, yeah, on his arm that he was obviously displaying to everybody to be a badass. No,
1: they come in all shapes and forms. <laughs> Listen, Minnesota is not a guilt-free state. No, all right, the dregs of not. the
0: universe come up as well. He's the first ever person in Minnesota I've seen with open a, hate tattoos. Yeah, and- yeah, I've heard. I've heard there's skinheads here, but I've never seen them. Was it Casey was telling me he got chased by hammer skins or something? Or was that his friend? Hammerskins? I don't know. Um, he told me one time, like, it was either him or his friend flicked him off, and they followed him home. Well, it would make sense, only <laughs>
1: because around the time when he was growing up, there was a lot of, like, white power groups that were pretty active and recruiting around this area. So Wh- I could see that.
0: What area was he? Was he Ham Lake? No, Fridley. No, Spring Lake Park, Fridley. Okay. Blaine. Okay, so there's a lot of white power groups yeah. up there, okay. and down here too. I haven't seen any down here. Well, you weren't here in like the like 90s. <laughs> oh, mid-90s. they've moved away. Yeah. They've moved away. Okay. They kind of
1: got sh- like forced out, <laughs> gentrified out. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they
0: gentrified out the the hate gangs. Yeah, like okay. the trash. Because okay. that's what they were. It's just poor white trash. Yeah, you know? obviously, yeah. Well, Adam, uh, uh, you're taking the reins this week. What? So, yeah. I'm, I'm taking I a break. didn't write anything. You didn't do anything at None. all? None. <laughs> so you're going to just make up a story? Yeah, I guess so. All right.
1: Uh, so this one is about a witch? A, w- a witch? In Ireland. Okay. Is it Oprah Winfrey? It isn't. I don't know how it could be. She, is she not a witch? I don't know she has witch? any Irish roots
0: whatsoever. You don't think so? Oprah Winfrey. She looks a little Celtic to me. (laughs) No? No, I don't think so.
1: All right, guys, this is the story. I did prepare, by the way. That whole thing was a goof. I played a trick on you. Happy April Fools. Happy Halloween. (laughs) This episode is about Alice Kaitella. Roughly an hour and a half drive southwest from Dublin on the M9 lies County Kilkenny. (laughs) When this story takes place, the M9 didn't exist yet and wouldn't for over 650 years. The M9 motorway, of course, began operating in 1994 and finished construction officially in 2010.
0: So they're they're a little bit behind the rest of the world in building a highway. Is that Just what you're saying? Just the M9. Just the M9, yeah. okay.
1: Like, this is pretty much, it was made <laughs> for a
0: straight shot for Kilkenny to Dublin. Is uh, it... Do you know in Ireland, do they refer to all their highways as M-whatever? Yeah, motorway. Okay. I, I believe. I kind of like that better than like I-whatever. Yeah. Like we do? Yeah. Well, Interstate what, or local highway or yeah. county highway. What or, do we have here? We have I-94, I-35. I feel like I'm missing some. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Fuck we, Minnesota. It's all dumb. It all <laughs> sucks. <laughs> county Kilkenny lies
1: in the historic Gaelic kingdom of Osre which also happened to share the title of bishopric or diocese of Osre. <laughs> this will cause some problems later on between nobles and church officials. They can never get along on the best of days, and now that one title represented both the church and the nobility,
0: it was going to be a bit of a problem. Okay, I was going to say diocese general is referring to catholics correct correct? my friend especially around this time do you think do you in ireland around this time you think like what percentage of the population was catholic all of them all of them they didn't let no protestants no no
1: nothing the 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 pope reigned supreme in 1324 (laughs) in ireland (laughs) do you know which pope it was Uh, i will tell you oh and he comes up in this very story in fact (laughs) The most powerful magician of the time. That's right. <laughs> Do you know how cathedrals get their names, Cody? I don't. I'll tell you. The bishop's chair slash throne was called a cathedra, and cathedral means the house that holds the throne. Oh, okay. At the time in 1324, the bis- bishop of Osre was Richard de Ledred, a Franciscan friar and an Englishman by birth. He began to smell something fishy in his diocese early on in that year when he found there was a band of heretical sorcerers running wild, the head of whom was none other than Dame Alice Keiteler.
0: So did she, did you put Dame in there or is that how she went by? She is a dame. She She is is a dame, okay. I feel like Alice is like the most generic Irish female's name. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You'd be right on the head there. Heret. (laughs) Sorcerers, though, I love that. We're in there. <laughs> hey, we're in there. Is I think a sorcerer is different than a witch, though. No. In the same? Not in this case. Not in this case, okay. Or an, at least not in this text. When I hear sorcerer, I think of, like, Diablo. Oh, of course. So, of course. could we call her a witch? But hold on now. They have sorcerers, and then they have witch doctors. Mm-hmm. They're different. And they have necromancers. <laughs> but technically, they're all the same, according to the Catholic Church. Right. Okay. They're just evil magic users. <laughs> that forsake Christ. I want to go into the Vatican and like a full dress, like maybe Gandalf or something and sure. start and start like casting spells on the pope mm. and see if they behead me in their public square. I think they would. <laughs> I think you would definitely get beheaded in the That's on that's on the bucket list. <laughs> All right.
1: Let's uh let's make that close to the last one in case they do actually kill you.
0: <laughs>
1: the following charges were laid against the heretics by the church. Number one, they had denied the faith of Christ absolutely for a year or a month, according <laughs> as the object they desired to gain through sorcery was of greater or less importance. During all that period, they believed in none of the doctrines of the church. They did not adore the body of Christ, nor enter a sacred building to hear mass, nor make use of consecrated bread or holy water. Oh, Okay.
0: They gave up completely on the faith of Christ. Okay, so, so obviously a year and a month are like quite a bit different gap mm-hmm. of time. So if you're less than a month, you're like maybe you take a week and you don't believe in Christ, you're fine. You yeah, think? I think so. Okay, I All think right. you can have like a crisis of conscience, <laughs> but any more than a month to a year, this is a charge. <laughs> I do feel like I'll give them credit. I feel like the body of Christ probably tasted a little better th- here than it does now probably because it's probably actually like fresh Homemade, bread and yeah. not
1: just like some chinese uh, cracker factor yeah i don't
0: know how you even make bread that tastes like cardboard or styrofoam me neither <laughs>
1: number two they offered in sacrifice to demons living animals which they dismembered and then distributed at crossroads to a certain evil spirit of low-ranked named the son of art <laughs> <laughs> the art bell, the art bell. <laughs> <laughs> Number 3. They sought by their
0: sorcery advice and responses from demons. Fuck yeah. Dude, we'd be dead. Oh, you I certainly. do this. Yes. I was telling uh telling someone how uh, your partner Yasin yeah thinks that when I'm sleeping demons come He thinks fused you up. float 3 yeah. inches off your bed he, every he night. He thinks demons do things to me while I'm sleeping. Yeah. He thinks you get molested by demons in your sleep. (laughs) Number four.
1: In their nightly meetings, they blasphemously imitated the power of the church by fulminating sentence of excommunication (laughs) with lighted candles even against their own husbands. From the sole of their feet to the crown of their head, naming each part expressly, and then concluded by extinguishing the candles... And renouncing God for good. Okay. So they cast him out of every body part individually. Here's
0: the other thing. Like, churches do this. Like, they light candles and then they blow them out. But this but I is guess the they're they're not... opposite. Oh, okay. They're not, like, trying to excommunicate
1: God from their bodies. Well, they're trying to souls. do it to Satan. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Okay. This is like a reverse. <laughs> Number five, in order to arouse feelings of love or hatred to inflict death or disease on the bodies of the faithful, they made use of powders, unguents, ointments, and candles of fat, which were compounded as follows. They took the entrails of roosters, sacrificed to demons, certain horrible worms, (laughs) various unspecified herbs, dead men's nails, the hair, brains, and death shrouds of unbaptized boys, all of which they cooked with various incantations over a fire of oak logs in a vessel made out of the skull of a decapitated thief.
0: Mm, Sounds like a shepherd's pie. A delicious, (laughs) delicious mama shepherd's pie. Okay, so are they just saying they did this, or they actually know they did this? These are the charges that were brought against this coven. Okay, so probably none of
1: this happened. Who knows,
0: right? Okay, so how do you sacrifice worms?
1: You know, I don't know if the worms were a sacrifice or just, like, an ingredient. Like, just toss them in the oh, pot. Oh,
0: okay. With the right. other, I
1: guess that is still a sacrifice. Can you imagine, worms. like,
0: a bunch of witches holding up a worm and just, like, cutting its throat? Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing comes out of it Bleed but Bleed the shit. worm, yeah. And then it's still just, like, crawling around. <laughs> yeah.
1: Number six. The children of Dame Alice's four husbands accused her before the Bishop of Osre of having killed their fathers by sorcery. And of having brought on them such stolidity of their senses that they bequeathed all their wealth to her and her favorite son, William Outlaw, <laughs> to the <laughs> impoverishment of the other children. That is that his real name? That's, uh, there's a lot of outlaws. I'm not exactly sure if in Ireland at the time, if that was like a common name Hmm. but like there's a dude high up on the king's council with the last name outlaw as well spelt the exact Hmm. same
0: that's interesting i would have never guessed that could be somebody's last name yeah it to tell the audience it's o-u-t-l-a-w-e do you think this like this last name could have morphed into an outlaw referring to people as outlaws like maybe a certain person was like super bad and then they or, like, you're an outlaw? That very well could be. Or, like, be. a shitty family or something? That's, That's interesting. very
1: goddamn well could be.
0: <laughs> so,
1: yeah, number six, basically, that just says uh, she used sorcery to defraud all of her other husbands, mm, basically. Okay. She could just be smart. Yeah. <laughs> now, the other children also claimed that her present husband, Sir John Lepre, had become <laughs> terribly <laughs> emaciated. His nails had dropped off and there was not a single hair left on his body. There was little doubt according to the other children that he would have died if he hadn't been warned by a maidservant of the sorcery he was being subjected to.
0: Sounds like he I don't actually I don't know what makes your fucking nails fall off. Like arsenic or something, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't I don't even think they would have had arsenic yeah. yet. Unless, I don't know. Unless he, like, accidentally was eating rocks or something. <laughs> That's the only place like, I can think he would get it. Maybe there, there has to be a disease where, like, your nails fall off or it has something. has to be. Like some kind of plague or something. Do you think potato famine? No. Oh Could that no. have got him? No.
1: Because of the warning, Sir John Lepoy wrestled his wife's <laughs> keys away from her and opened some chests in which he found a sack full of horrible and detestable things, which he surrendered to the bishop by the hands of two priests, and several
0: armed clergymen. Was it Bjorn Albums? I think it was her, I think it was Bjorn's Greatest Hits. <laughs> She's the one who tore off the picture of the Pope, right?
1: E, no, that was um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sinead O'Connor.
0: Sinead O'Connor, right. An right. actual
1: Irish woman. <laughs> okay. York is from, like, Iceland.
0: Well, let's not split hairs here. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs>
1: They're all weird forest people <laughs> right. anyway. Now, Dame Alice had a certain demon... An incubus. Hell yeah. Please listen to the Creep it Real Incubus Succubus episode. It's fantastic and was recorded in this very room, Cody. It was, indeed. And this demon's name was Son of Art, or <clears throat> Robin, Son of Art, who had constant carnal knowledge of her, and from whom she admitted that she had received the means and ways to acquire all of her wealth. This incubus made its appearance under many various forms, sometimes a cat, a black dog, or the likeness of a Negro. Not my words. Not okay.
0: this, okay. All right, I so believe So we'll say
1: yeah. uh, the likeness of a, a, a black fella.
0: <laughs> Didn't you say this story was written
1: in, how old was it? Right, real quick. This story was originally documented in 1364. Mm. Then it was updated for contemporary audiences in 1564. <laughs> And then upgraded ag- or updated again for contemporary audiences in 1910. Mm. So, I mean, it's still quite a bit, you know, 100 mm. years, 110 years old the last time it was updated. Can but. you
0: imagine them finding the book from the 1300s and it probably just has, like, whiskey and fucking corned beef shavings all yeah, over the ugh, book? Gross. <laughs> and, like, pubes that are <laughs> infected still. Just red hair everywhere. Oh,
1: <laughs> red curlies all over the goddamn place. Always, 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 the son of Art was accompanied by two others who were larger and taller than he was, and one of whom was said to carry an iron rod.
0: Mm, We remember from our episodes, they really, like, demons and stuff, like, the iron rod's very strong. They're a big fan. Yeah. You know what's weird is on the opposite
1: side of that, the uh, clerics. They're not allowed to use bladed weapons,
0: you know? Really? Right? Right? No, well, I Paladins.
1: Paladins.
0: <laughs> Paladins. I think you're thinking of like a role-playing game. Well, of course I am. Of course I am. I'm well, thinking so, of D&D. Wh- what I'm confused about is the demon's name is Art or Robin. Robin, son of Art. Okay. That's not very like imposing.
1: His name is either son of Art or Robin, son of Art.
0: Usually you're thinking of like, you know, a bunch of just vowels mixed together and like that's the demon's name. What I was thinking is maybe
1: Art was... A bigger demon and maybe mm. this Robin son of art is like a lesser demon that serves <laughs> the bigger demon
0: is it ironic that like Robin's probably a pussy kind of like Robin is with Batman oh you know what you don't like Robin do you yeah he, he's okay edgy Robin or Nighthawk I guess edgelord Robin <laughs> Nighthawk.
1: <laughs> it's like they saw the crow and were like I wish we could make Batman I, th- the crow.
0: I, I think it's the second Robin who gets killed by the Joker and yeah. then gets like resurrected again? I think that's a good that's a good Robin line. That's pretty good. Yeah. According to another source,
1: the sacrifice to the evil spirit is said to have consisted of nine red roosters <laughs> and nine peacock's eyes. Dame Alice was also accused of having.
0: Swept the streets of Kilkenny between between Compline and Twilight raking all the filth towards the doors of her son William Outlaw, murmuring secretly to herself these words To the house of William, my son, I all the wealth of Kilkenny town. <laughs> <laughs> he or I I, don't know. I I
1: don't know either. It's old Gaelic Irish stuff. Kilkenny. That's kind of a sweet name though. I It's like pretty that. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time I ever heard it was in uh whiskey in the Jarro by Metallica.
0: <laughs> they talk about Kilkenny? Absolutely. Okay. That sounds is it all a,
1: about Irish highway Is men. it a
0: big is it a big town? It is.
1: Now it is bustling. It always has been. Is it? Okay. The Bis- the bishopric of
0: osrey is it's like a huge title in the catholic faith i wonder if kilkenny if you like visit there it has like really cool like religious guess uh, what stuff it does Does oh okay. yeah so imagine yeah. dublin is just like people getting drunk and pissing in the streets that there's could be... also badass old shit there too okay yeah i feel All like you're there. gonna go to northern ireland I'll go to, I want to go to every island. I want <laughs> to go to Belfast. <laughs> That's like the dangerous one.
1: I know. <laughs> I want to live in on to year. after hearing and believing above the bishop wrote to the chancellor of Ireland, Ooh. Roger Outlaw, for the rest for the arrest of this coven. <laughs> now the favorite son William jumped immediately to his dear mother's defense. He called his banners and formed a strong party to oppose the bishop's demands including getting the very same chancellor that authorized the arrest to put a 40-day halt on the arrest until a public
0: writ of excommunication could be served. Right. Might as well scare the entire public and get them, behind, get them on your side. That's right. I have a feeling this was probably just like a ladies' book club or something. That's uh more than likely exactly what it was. <laughs> they're just reading like Oprah's what is it called Oprah's book club. Oprah's book of the they're month just or reading yeah the, Oprah's book club yeah. reading like the Twilight book and this guy or actually no, were they scared of Twilight or Harry Potter? Harry Potter Both. they're scared of. Yeah. They're scared of Twilight oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Okay.
1: Further, the chancellor also wrote to the bishop personally requesting <laughs> that he withdraw the case and ignore it completely. With the nobility of Ireland obviously not in his corner, the bishop took the matter into his own hands and cited the dame to appear before him, who was seeking refuge in her favorite son William's home. Ooh. So he's he says, fuck you, nobility. Hmm. You will answer for your crimes of heresy, you
0: witch. Did you say who turned her in? Like, who... How? Like, did you say... I'm, maybe I missed it. Did you say who... Like, told the bishop they were doing this? Or is it just her husband?
1: Yes, her children. The collection of her children turned her in. Like, from her four okay. previous husbands. That's yeah. not very nice of
0: them. No, I think it's kind of rude. You gotta stick up for your mom, you little shit. I think it's pretty fucking
1: <laughs> rude. As might be expected, she ignored the citation and fled immediately. Mm, smart. Foiled in this plan, the proud and zealous bishop cited her son William for heresy. Upon hearing this, the Chancellor of Ireland came with William to the Priory of Kells, where Bishop de la Dred was holding a visitation and asked him aggressively to not pursue the case any further.
0: Man, this bishop's got a fucking boner for this. <laughs> and he's not
1: scared. Finding asking useless, threats came next, which were speedily carried out. As the bishop was tending to the garden of the cathedral the next day, he was met in the courtyard by Stephen Lepore, cousin of Dame Alice's current husband, and a company of armed men. The bishop was taken into custody under orders of Sir Arnold,
0: Chancellor of Ireland. <laughs> These fucking names, dude. It's pretty great, though. Sir Arnold. Yeah. Okay. All <laughs> right.
1: The bishop was imprisoned in Kilkenny Jail, and this caused a tremendous buzz in the city. The Bishop of Osre didn't get taken captive, period.
0: Wow, okay, so the tides have turned on them. Mm. Mm.
1: The nobility's not having it, my friend.
0: I thought the church was like, well, I guess they're not going to overtake the nobility, but the church is like right up there with them, isn't it? That's the the balance. That's the steady balance. Which king do
1: you serve more, the pope or your true king?
0: Do you bring up which king it was in Ireland at this time?
1: I will, Okay, perfect. I absolutely will, because I talk about why... Certain ones are not more witch-huntery like their contemporaries (laughs) in England. When Sunday came, the bishop desired the sacrament, and it was brought to him in a solemn, dramatic procession by all of the clergy members. Supporters from all sides of the city flocked to the prison to offer their consolation to the captive, and the crowd was soon whipped into a fervor by a rogue priest who began reciting, "'Blessed are they which are persecuted!' (laughs)
0: This guy's a fucking
1: martyr already. Ugh. Seeing this, William Outlaw nervously told Sir Arnold of the scene, who decided to keep the bishop in closer, tighter quarters, but immediately changed his mind, allowing him to have companions day and night, and also granted free admission to all of his friends and servants.
0: Oh, that's nice of So on.
1: it's basically, he turned it into his own throne room, this prison room. <sighs> It's basically like, anybody can come, bring whatever you want, hang out, do whatever you want. Mm. Just trying to
0: keep the people so from it's,
1: fucking, like, revolting.
0: So, basically, it's very similar to, like, a celebrity's prison. Like, right. Lindsay Lohan's right. prison. What did she go to jail for again? I forgot. Drug use or something? <laughs> I can't even remember. E d 2 Ginger?
1: Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> After Bishop Ledred had been detained in prison for 17 days the date in which William was set to appear in front of the bishop to face the charges of heresy had finally come to pass. That was William's plan all along.
0: Mm, Just keep the out.
1: bishop Yep, keep the bishop until his appointed date went right by.
0: Smart, smart. Then let him go. I wish we could do this nowadays. No kidding. You get arrested, you put the judge in jail, you wait him out. No crime. Judge didn't show up for trial, so. What a fool. Yep. <laughs> it was time to let the bishop
1: out. Now that William no longer had to answer to these charges, the Bishop of Leyland and the <laughs> Sheriff of Kilcounty sent a mandate to the constable of the prison to liberate the Bishop of Osray, for the Bishop refused to sneak out, even though his captors were practically encouraging him to do so. Why would they do that? He's
0: portraying himself as a
1: hero right now. They want to save face. Mm. They want to save face.
0: They said, oh, that crafty Bishop. We he were going to let him out, but he <laughs> snuck out anyway. <laughs> He just couldn't wait to get away from it. Nope. He used his magic powers and bent the bars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> On his release day, his servants brought his finest bishop's clothes, and a throng of armed faithful formed a procession <laughs> all the way to St. Catherine's Cathedral, where he gave thanks to God for his safe and proper release. Mm, that's nice. The bishop, with zealous and righteous indignation, cited William Outlaw by public proclamation to appear before him for the charges of heresy. Ooh. But before the day arrived, the bishop himself was cited to appear in Dublin for overstepping his bounds as a church official. I feel like we don't use heresy enough in modern times. I think that might have something to do with the old uh, separation of church and state. (laughs) I think we, we need to bring him back. And you think we should start charging heretics again?
0: Well, okay, I didn't say charging it, I just said let's start using the word more. Okay. Let's like start there, let's start... We'll start there, and then we'll work our way. Yeah, when someone doesn't agree with you, you have to instantly say you're a heretic. Heretic. That's heresy. Perfect. You know, let's start there. Perfect.
1: (laughs) As you can see, nobles fighting clergy, fighting nobles, fighting clergy. It's a big old circle jerk Mm. of who's in charge. Who has the proper authority? Mm. Who can pass the final judgment? Mm. They're always tripping over each other's dicks So The bishop excused himself from attending his hearing on the grounds that the lands he had to pass through to get to Dublin were held by Sir Arnold Lepore, (laughs) and that if he were to travel, his very life would be in danger. Mm -hmm. So Sir Arnold traveled to the bishop. He was arrested in Kilkenny in 1324 and was denied a hearing by the Chancellor of Ireland. He was called a dirt-covered, disgusting, interloping monk (laughs) by Sir Arnold Lepore and was currently awaiting transport to Dublin to answer for his charges Mm. of overstepping.
0: Is the chancellor, like, in the the monarch, monarchy... It's like the king's hand. Is it the king's hand? Basically, okay. yeah. I was wondering how high up the chancellor was. Okay, so yeah, he's got a big dick, then. Big old dick. Mm. And he's trying
1: to keep the bishops in line and everything else in is line. Is it
0: weird? Every time I th- hear the word chancellor, all I think about is Super Mario Brothers. Isn't, like, that in the Ma- in Mushroom Kingdom, isn't the king a chancellor? Is that Super Mario 3? Well, I know it's Super Mario RPG. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. it's like the Chancellor, yes. and for some reason he had... They're all mushroom people, but for some reason he has the princess there. Yeah. I've never really figured that out if it's like a weird thing, but... It's, uh, it's better not to think about it. <laughs> and I then think. there's just an Italian man who's there. Italian here. plumber. <laughs> okay. Who runs right. his own
1: kingdom. <laughs> You may be asking yourself, where the hell is the alleged witch while well, all of this squabbling is going down that started over her? Killing roosters and peacocks. Well, she <laughs> was eagerly watching the events safely from Dublin. <laughs> and once the bishop got there, he would have to answer for having excommunicated her and would then have to unsight, unadmonish, and unconvict Dame Alice of the crime of sorcery. Ooh. Things didn't go the way she wanted them to. Eventually, the Archbishop got involved, and before it got papal attention, the Archbishop wanted to shut shit down. He freed the Bishop de la Dred, who immediately began petitioning the Chancellor to arrest and detain
0: the Dame Alice <laughs> Keiteler before she could escape again. He's still not giving up. He won't do it. He, what, okay, what did I want to know on a personal level? What did this girl do to him? That's what this author
1: like posits later on. Okay. He wonders like, what was the personal jealousy?
0: My theory is the Bishop maybe tried to make sexual advances on her. Mm. She denied him. Mm. He has a point of authority. He's going to say she's a witch.
1: Now he just wants to see her burn. Mm -hmm. The Bishop would even send letters to the Vicar General of (laughs) Dublin to cite her to respond on a certain day in Kilkenny before the Bishop.
0: (laughs) Do we have a vicar general anymore? Ah, Yes, yes, there
1: are vicar generals. It's okay. basically just like the archbishop of the area. Okay. Right? Okay. But the vicar general of
0: Dublin is pretty, pretty big. So, like, Zach Parise would be our vicar general? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. However that works, yes.
1: <laughs> but guess what, Cody? What? Alice would escape again. This time she fled from Dublin and made her way to England where she spent the remainder of her days unmolested. Perfect. Several of her coven were subsequently arrested, a lot of them living very meager, very sad existences in squalor, without their da- without their dame.
0: Their they mistress. didn't have their leader. Mm-mm. Mm.
1: Their names were Robert of Bristol, a clerk <laughs> John Galruson, Ellen Galruson, <laughs> and Sisak Galruson.
0: Oh, the old Galrusons. My favorite 80s sitcom. The whole family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Galrusin in charge.
1: <laughs> then we have William Payne de We have Petronilla of Meath and her daughter Sarah. I kind of like that name. Well, get used to it because okay. it's the only one of these names that comes up again. Hell yeah. Alice, who was the wife of Henry Faber. Hmm. There was Anoda Lange and Eva
0: Brownstone. No, not Eva Brownstone. <laughs> right. Is that a character in Harry Potter? <laughs> or what like Fable or something. I swear I've heard Brownstone before. You know, quick side note. So I was I took the Disney Harry Potter test to okay. see what house you belong to. hmm Which one do you think I was I'm I was extremely disappointed. Which house do you think they put me in?
1: I'm gonna say if you were disappointed, I'm gonna say they put you in Gryffindor.
0: No, nope, no, fucking Hufflepuff, the fucking hipster house. Did
1: they really put you in Hufflepuff? Fuck. Yeah, because it you're so such mad. a
0: gentle soul. I guess I, if I have to see one more person say, um, like hashtag like Hufflepuff or something, I can't do it anymore. No, I understand. Completely. You sh- you need to take that test. I well, I took the Pottermore test, my friend. Okay, what are you? I was a Ravenclaw. Mm, okay. But I didn't want to be. <laughs> I want to be a Slytherin. I wanted Hufflepuff. You wanted Hufflepuff? Absolutely. Okay. I love the black and gold, my well, friend. Well, you're going to assume my name and I'll assume your name. All right. And we'll, we'll, we'll just call switch. call it from there. Yeah.
1: Perfect. <laughs> when the bishop arrived back in Kilkenny from Dublin, he went directly to the prison and interviewed all of these unfortunate souls, as he calls them. Hmm. For some reason, they all immediately admitted to the charges pressed against them and began admitting to other crimes that were never even brought up. (laughs) What they also all had in common was Dame Alice. They all agreed she was the mother and mistress of them
0: all. I can only imagine they did some old school Catholic persuasions Mm. where they're like breaking their fucking bones Mm. and burning them and shit. Yeah, branding them a little and (laughs) stuff. Oof, they did some nasty shit, dude. What is it, the rack? Is it the rack they put them on? Stretch them. I think most people would start admitting to everything once you're on that fucking thing. (laughs) You show me that, I'll tell
1: you whatever you want.
0: (laughs) Returning to the chapel, the bishop's
1: wheels were spinning. He knew that William Outlaw would block any attempt at a warrant to get these witches out of Kilkenny to face higher justice. The sheriff immediately denied his warrant, so he had to go through the justiciary. So he had to go through the justiciary, which are agents of a higher court, who also agreed to deal with the case from here on out as Bishop Dred kept getting stonewalled at every turn.
0: the uh, So they actually, like, had warrants and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Oh That's yeah, shocking. because she
1: is nobility, so you can't just go against okay right right title of the crown you know what i mean that's a good point
0: i feel like this is gonna start a war or something right so basically
1: (laughs) it's like they're bringing in the feds at this point that's what this Mm. justiciary is Mm. and they're gonna come in and take the investigation because the bishop keeps getting locked up yeah and every time and he's not very good at politics so every time they let him out he just gets locked up again
0: (laughs) Because it's gotta, like
1: he walks out of jail and is like, I pressed the same charges that I got arrested for.
0: Dude, just move on. Just charge a different woman. Leave her alone. Or, like, to think of a different way to do it. Don't yeah. just jump head
1: first just right back in. go drink
0: your wine and eat your bread and shut the hell up. No shit.
1: Before the justiciary could arrive with the treasurer, the king's council, and the chancellor, the bishop insisted William Outlaw appear before him to answer for his mother's and his own heresy he just couldn't wait
0: (laughs) jesus
1: christ william showed up to the meeting with at least a hundred men armed to the teeth and bishop deladrette with his balls of brass wasn't deterred in the slightest
0: you know what you gotta admire his ambition you really (laughs) can't what do you think what do you think weapons they were armed with like what was the Irish like high class like a mace like a clay. spears swords the spears okay yeah, the right. shattered Guinness bottles yeah. on a stick <laughs> <laughs> actually with Irish I could just see him fighting just like bare, bare knuckle, knuckle fighting mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah he was formally charged with thirty four counts including heresy <laughs> defending heretics <laughs> usury perjury adultery. Claricide, and excommunication. Claricide? That's a thing? Okay. Killing uh, uh, a holy man. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. He was permitted to defend himself only when the justiciary arrived. Once they did arrive, the priests and the noble lawyers got together to officially levy joint charges against the dame Alice Keiteller and her coven working together
0: now nobility mm. in the church i don't understand she's way in england probably like whatever they do in england around this time probably the same thing <laughs> watch
1: much worse we'll get into it <laughs> okay the consensus of the lawyers present declared her a sorceress magician and Heretic, and demanded that she be
0: handed over to the church arm and have mm. her goods and lands seized as well. i nice. Remember last week when I joked that was it two weeks ago that I joked that I want to be arrested for sorcery? Yeah. I don't think I want that anymore. No, no, no. We'll <laughs> no. we'll put that on the back burner. Yeah. We'll forget about Leave that. Leave me one. alone, bishops.
1: As a warning to the town, the bishop arranged a large fire to be lit in the center of town, in which he burnt the sack full of magical items consisting of powders. Ointments, human nails, hair, herbs, worms, and other abominations, which he had received from his little goon squad of priests,
0: that he claims were
1: Alice's. Right. Okay. Right. That her. That her husband that lost all of his hair found <laughs> while he uh, was looking through her shit. Hey,
0: weird people keep fucking fingernails and shit, dude. So I do. Ugh. I mean, I would rub. We them talked all over about me. this before. Before how disgusting, like a jar of nails is. Like that Nintendo Power advertisement. Ugh, yeah, I don't like it.
1: More trouble arose for young William Outlaw as well. The favorite star son of Alice Keiteler was backed by the Chancellor and the Treasurer, but the bishop succeeded in holding him captive, forced him to submit on bended knee. Ooh. For penance, he was ordered to hear at minimum three masses a day for a year, feed a certain number of poor people, and re- and recover
0: half of the church in lead. Okay. I would say for three masses a day for a year, I might just say burn me at the stake. Yeah, kill me. Yeah, I'm, I, that's so long. Yeah, that's, that's so long. <laughs> that's a lot of church. Catholic ma- people don't know Catholic masses are literally 45 minutes to an hour every single time. Mhm. And it's horrible and every time. He had to do three a day for 365 <laughs> days. <laughs> Ugh! Yuck! He agreed
1: thankfully and wholeheartedly, but subsequently refused to fulfill his obligations and ended up in prison what, until he died. What are you doing? He just, uh, he he just thought once he got back to his castle or whatever, he would be, uh,
0: he'd be good to go. I was wondering, with this guy's name, is he like, is there? F- it's a French name, right? Irish the dead whatever
1: oh no it's a franciscan name
0: oh okay all
1: right as far as the other members of the dame's magic circle their fate is for the most part unknown the one we certainly know about is Petronilla of meath oh yeah my girl She, she was made the personal scapegoat for her mistress's crimes the bishop had her flogged six times until she made the required confession of magical practices.
0: That's like with the whip, right? Yeah. Like, does that have to be a cat of nine tails, or is that just Mm -hmm. any any You can flog
1: them with just about anything. She admitted casting out her faith and sacrificing to Robin, son of Art, and that she had caused several women she was jealous of to appear to have goat horns.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. That's kind of cool. It's one of her frat crimes. I've never seen a woman (laughs) grow goat horns out of nowhere, but all
1: right. She also confessed that at Dame Alice's suggestion, she had consulted demons and received responses from them, and that she had acted as a medium between the demon's world and our own. (laughs) Petronella said that although she was indeed a mistress of the black arts... She was nothing compared to the dame from whom she had learned all her knowledge, and none in the world were more skilled than she.
0: Well, I can say this. Alice sounds pretty fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, like a real witch yeah. mother should. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. There was one last thing Petronilla confessed. <laughs> William Outlaw deserved death just as much as anyone, for he was privy to all of the sorceries. <laughs> and for over a year, he had worn the devil's girdle around his body. While the Inquisition squad was searching through Dame Alice's house, they found a piece of sacrament bread with the devil's name stamped upon it instead of Jesus Christ, and a pipe of ointment with which she greased a staff that she used to pleasure herself.
0: <laughs> Is this real? Is hey, this
1: real? What do you want me to say? Okay, alright. What do you want me to say? I'm telling you about a book that was translated <laughs> like four Times
0: in four different time pages. Do you remember when that fucking I think it was like after the first couple Harry Potter movies, they had the little staff yeah, you could buy? Yeah. No, the
1: broom. The broom, the yeah. broom. And the Nimbus two thousand. The- and little girls were yeah, fle- booping themselves. They were or, pleasuring themselves, uh, and
0: didn't one of them fall on it and it like punctured her? I don't know. That could be an urban <laughs> legend. That's like the guy <laughs> who stuck
1: the plunger on the floor of the shower, and he would he would ride it, and then one day it fell. Oh. He he slipped in the shower and impaled his guts with mm, it.
0: The internal bleeding is fucking. It doesn't sound fun. Not at all. Oof. Petronilla of Meath was condemned to be burned alive, Mm, mm. and the execution
1: took place in Kilkenny on November 3rd, 1324, which the book says fell on a Sunday. (laughs) I didn't look it up. I didn't cross-reference with any calendars.
0: (laughs) Do they they even have calendars from this long ago? I
1: I assume. (laughs) This, in fact, was the first instance of death by fire being used to punish heresy in Ireland. How exciting! No shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Holy fuck! I got you, boys. I wonder what. I wonder what where this idea came out of. They're just like, oh, England's been doing it for years okay. at this point, and All will
1: right. be doing it even harder years afterwards. <laughs> they have a couple witch hunter kings coming up.
0: That, mm. uh, I
1: mean, not in this story, unfortunately.
0: But now that I'm learning this history of like, yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. I feel like England had a big resurgence. Of, like, witch trials in, like, the 1500s Oh, to, yeah. And then Germany was really bad from seventeen to 1800, I believe. That's correct. Yeah. Like was mentioned
1: a little earlier, we have no idea if the other members were punished, but the burning of that unfortunate woman seems to be a beginning instead of an end of persecution for numerous other suspected men and women shared her terrible
0: fate from here on out. So did the do you know did they okay they I'm assuming they were killing quote unquote witches right before this or is this like the first launching point
1: This is the beginning launching point
0: So this bishop just got it in his head that they were a witch yeah and then kind of just ran with it and mm-hmm. started a snowball mm-hmm. Oof, it's not good He uh he
1: set Ireland down a down Dark a pretty witch hunty turn <laughs>
0: A prolific journaler of the time had this to say. With regard to the other heretics and sorcerers who belonged to the bestilential society of Robin, son of art, the order of law being preserved, some of them were publicly burnt to death, others confessing their crimes in the presence of all the people. In an upper garment, are marked black and front with a cross after they had been abjured their heresy. As is the custom, others were solemnly whipped through the town and the marketplace. (laughs) Jesus, okay. Some people would pay for this nowadays. I know. Others were banished from the city and diocese. Others, who evaded jurisdiction of the church, were excommunicated. While others, again, fled in fear and were never heard of after. And thus, by the authority of the Holy Mother Church, and by the special grace of God, that most foul brood was scattered and destroyed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, it's like Castlevania season one this on Netflix. Va-
0: <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm a little disappointed. I've never watched the second season. It's good. It's good. It's, uh. uh... I know they left off with, like,
1: all a la carte. Man, like, that first season was so good mm. and mysterious. Mm. And the second season plays into anime tropes pretty hard. Really? But it is good.
0: It is good. Okay, and is it just four parts again? No, it's... I think it's ten, eight mm. or ten episodes. Okay, all yeah. right. Maybe I'll have to do that this weekend. It's worth it. If this were
1: a Scorsese movie, things would start to fall apart and spiral out of control for our hero clergyman, <laughs> Bishop de la Dred. I'm
0: guessing they
1: don't. Sir Arnold Lepore who had taken a huge part in the entire affair, was the next to be brought up on charges. The bishop accused the Chancellor of heresy, had him excommunicated, and committed as a prisoner to Dublin Castle. Whoa. How does he get so much power now? Listen, <laughs> he's, he, just like before, he's back out the gate punishing. He's back out the gate accusing. Jesus. This, My boy this, Bishop this, de la Dred doesn't take
0: shit. This seriously reminds me of game of thrones yeah the the uh, fucking the the high sparrow yeah Yeah. how he just somehow gets power over everybody
1: god very powerful (laughs) i guess the bishop was feeling pretty embarrassed at this point his power was being checked at every turn after all he is the bishop of Osre, no small title indeed nope these actions weren't seen as particularly fair by the people and sir arnold was believed innocent by most (laughs) The Justiciary of Ireland showed Sir Arthur some kindness and compassion, and this enraged the bishop (laughs) so much, he actually accused the Justiciary of heresy. Okay.
0: (laughs) He's really overstepping his power now.
1: (laughs) A committee of clerics was forced to gather in order to vindicate Sir Arthur, and afterwards, as a sign of atonement for hastily excommunicating him, they prepared a sumptuous banquet for him. Hmm. All haggis?
0: Probably all agus, <laughs> if I were to, and tripe. <laughs>
1: this is where the other shoe drops for poor Bishop Della Dredd. He himself was accused of heresy <laughs> by his Archbishop, Alexander de Bicknor, <laughs> upon which he appealed directly to the Pope and set out in person to Rome for penance. Hmm. He endured a long exile from his diocese, suffered much hardship, and had his lands and churches seized by the crown of Ireland as well. In 1339, he managed to recover the royal favor, but ten years later still, accusations of heresy were brought to the king, and he was once again
0: banished from the lands. This is like the longest story of finger-pointing I've ever heard in my (laughs) life. It's just tattling, finger-pointing. But the the crazy thing is, honestly, this is, like, literally what happened in, like, the Salem Witch Trials. Sure. Just finger-pointing at everybody, and it just kind of creates, like, a hysteria effect, and then it's just, yeah. Well, I guess this guy did a lot of harm, but I guess he's kind of out of commission. He's, uh, kind of (laughs) nuts. By 1356,
1: the storm had blown over, not because the king had forgiven him yet again, but because he died old and mentally disturbed, mm. he was still allowed to be buried in his appointed gravesite as a bishop.
0: Mm, that was nice of him.
1: If more information were available, it's entirely possible that one of the most interesting movies could be written based off this premise. One of the things it would be able to throw considerable light on would be the relations between church and state in the 14th mm. century of Ireland. Right. Looking at this through a historical lens, if Dame Alice and her associates actually tried to practice magical arts, and that is a big if, considering the time period, we cannot blame the bishop for taking the steps he did. On the other hand, it's been proven that De La Dred was swayed by his lesser base motives, such as greed of gain and the desire for revenge.
0: Hmm. What do you think he gained out of it? Just power? Power, power. money, respect, hmm. land... Mm, more churches okay if they take it away from alice does the church get it
1: she's just an easy target to boost his standing up if he Mm. can stop a witch coven (laughs) in his diocese then the pope (laughs) will definitely look favorably on him right move him up to cardinal status or whatever Mm -hmm. he also seems to have been tyrannical overbearing and dictatorial according to him and a select hardcore group of catholic bishops of the time the church's decisions should never be questioned, especially not by the state. Although his methods and motives, and means, were all extremely questionable, De La Dred remained stoic and steadfast in what he believed. He was just as ready to be persecuted as he was to persecute. He did not hesitate to face opposition, no matter how goddamn noble. <laughs> he did not fear imprisonment, nor attack, both of which he faced, He remained firmly on the course he had mapped out for himself. A lunatic zealot, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. if I'm allowed to still give that.
0: (laughs) I think he wanted, like, there's not, like, part of me thinks he would have been completely fine with being deemed a martyr. Because if you're that religious, like, you're doing something, quote unquote, for the church. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter if you get killed in the process because you're. Just like Christ, right? (laughs) Right, right. I love when crazy people compare themselves to Christ, if you even believe in him. But the ultimate martyr, and how they get so far up in the church, you know. Mm. Like, I still think that I still think the girl or he tried to do something to the girl and she denied him. Has to be then right. He like started his whole big horse shit over it. Has to be. Yeah. Or she
1: made fun of his little wiener or something. <laughs> you know. Here's a little history. Mm. Here, let's do it. This all may. Could have been avoided, possibly. You okay. Know, maybe the the shame and defamation of Miss Alice, Dame Alice, could have been avoided. But the appointment of De La Dred to the bishopric of Osre was one of the first orders of fresh Pope
0: John the Twenty Second. I was wondering this. I don't know if you know this, but okay. Obviously, popes they share a lot of the same names. Yeah. Do you do do they change their name when they become yeah. pope? yeah okay okay i you was pick, uh, i was literally wondering that the other day because i was thinking of pope Pius for some reason yeah <laughs> you pick a uh like
1: i don't know if you pick it or it's like you you hear what your name should be from god mm. or whatever now this pope had a bit of a witch problem he believed himself surrounded by enemies who were constantly modeling wax figures of him sticking pins <laughs> through them and then immolating
0: them <laughs> fuck yeah
1: He also believed his subjects would send him rings that contained the devil himself. Because of this, in several papal bulls, he denounced sorcerers and their ill deeds, (laughs) created witch-hunting inquisitors against them, and gave military authorization
0: against even the belief (laughs) in magical forces. You know what? Actually, I left off on fables. You're a fan of fables. Yes. Right when they started bringing in, was it Gretel? Uh Uh-huh. Or was it Hansel? He was the One witch inqu- uh, witch hunting inquisitor, mm-hmm. kind of badass. Fables was so good. It's so good. His Holiness
1: Pope John the Twenty Second had this to say:
0: They sacrifice to demons and adore them, making or causing to be made images, rings, etc., with which they draw the evil spirits by their magic, pu- <laughs> their magic art. Obtain responsibilities from them and demand their help in performing their evil designs. Mm. Sounds like a graphic designer or something, like right? That. It doesn't sound that bad. And they charge by the hour, which <laughs> is much better than a quote <laughs> up front.
1: Yeah, it's uh. uh a the little... Pope. The Pope does not like witches. He does not like
0: demons. I th- this whole story is reminding me of how. How many times a crazy person has came into power and everybody just goes along with him? Oops, I guess
1: we have to follow this madman now. (laughs) Heresy and sorcery were now identified and immediately classified and punishable by the same method, burning at the stake and confiscation of property. There are certainly other factors at play as well, ones that we, we can't even begin to guess at. Because this took place in 1324, and we can't know the depth of the discontent and anger of the children that were left penniless by the dame having undue influence over their fathers, either by being a real charming beauty or by using powders and love potions. (laughs)
0: Never heard of a love powder.
1: Me neither. (laughs) Prior to the 17th century, this case stands alone in the history of magical dealings in Ireland. The entire proceedings are recorded within very few years of the event, and other early writings reference the case quite a bit. This incredibly early account is made more valuable by the fact that those who were best qualified at the time to give their opinion on the matter show up in the credits for the writings. They all verify, at the very least, this is the oldest and most accurate known case of witchcraft in Ireland. Hmm. But let's go back to our good friend Bishop Ledred for a second. When he rises to power in 1317, he holds his first gathering to set some rules and goals for the church in Osre region. Keep in mind, this takes place seven years before the events with Dame Alice Keiteler.
0: So do you think that the Pope kind of like conditioned him with his same beliefs and sent him here on purpose? Either that or he knew about Ladred's
1: leanings already, knew mm. that he enjoyed hunting mm. witches and said
0: he could kind of
1: make him do what his wills or whatever gotcha maybe test test some witch hunting for the rest of Mm. the catholic world Mm. you know right a certain new and pestilential sect is in our parts differing from all the faithful in the world filled with a devilish spirit more inhuman than heathens or jews who pursue the priests and bishops of the most high god equally (laughs) in life and death by spoiling and rending the
0: patrimony of Christ in the
1: Diocese of
0: <sighs> they I love how they throw in heathens or Jews. Listen, it's rough. Like, okay, yeah. It's rough. It's rough. Times haven't changed much.
1: This is from his very first speech.
0: <laughs>
1: so from this speech alone, evidence points that heresy and unorthodoxy had already made their first appearances in the diocese. Mm. After 1324, when the Keiteler fiasco went down, in 1327, Adam Dubb of the Leinster tribe O'Toole (laughs) was burnt alive on College Green for denying the doctrines of the Incarnation and the Holy Trinity as well as for rejecting the authority of the bishop. In 1335, Pope Benedict
0: XII wrote a letter to King Edward III (laughs) in which he says... It has come to our attention that while the Bishop of Ossere was visiting his diocese, there appeared in the midst of the good Catholic people some who asserted that Jesus Christ was a mere man and a sinner, and was justly crucified for his own sins. Others, having done homage and offered sacrifice to demons, thought otherwise of the sacrament of the body of Christ, saying that Christ is by no means to be worshipped. Thank you Chinese Pope. <laughs> the uh, I'm trying to think this kind of like reminds me of just I I don't know I can there's like a group of kids like maybe like 15-year-old gothic kids I mm. feel like would be would be fitting right in here.
1: Mm. <laughs> He's talking bad about me. I want they can't be worshiped. <laughs> At this time there are no active inquisitors of heresy appointed in Ireland. The Pope thought there was no need a witch outbreak in hardcore Catholic Ireland? Come on, not logical. What was the uh... what's the old bit from? Come on, man.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, that was on ESPN. Yeah, who was that? Come on, man. What did they just play a video of like a bishop burning somebody? Come, Come on, on man. man. Or he. He's got her like on the pole and he's trying to light it and his lighter won't work. Keeps running out of fluid. Come on, man. And he starts himself on fire. Come on, man. See, now that is a highlight I would love to see on
1: ESPN. Yes. ESPN witch burning. ESPN
0: 1324.
1: Either way, the Pope reached out to the king to send prompt assistance to the bishop and any other holy man they can in their effort to root out and punish the heretics. Here's another good one. Mm. At one point in 1223, the Archbishopric of Cashel, which resided in the county right next door, became vacant. The Pope set aside the election and appointed a nominee of his own, one Master M. Scott.
0: <laughs> Is that really his first name? Ma-
1: no. It's, okay. It's actually <laughs> Michael Scott.
0: <laughs> Is it really? Yes. Okay.
1: He declined the office on the ground that he was ignorant of the Irish language. Hmm. This Michael Scott was none other than the famous Irish wizard of which apparently the entire country knows about. (laughs) He even has a little song.
0: When in Salamanca's cave, when he raised his magic wand to wave, the bells would ring in Notre Dame. Aw. Did I ever tell you that? The elementary Catholic school I went to is called Notre Dame. Was it? Yeah. Were you the fighting Irish? (laughs) No. No? We were the brainwashed children. That's what we were. were. (laughs) It's a pretty famous uh, name
1: in the Catholic world. (laughs) Scott had studied extensively at Oxford in Paris. Required the title of Mathematicus, (laughs) which sounds pretty cool. He ain't getting laid with that, I'll <laughs> tell you that much. As a mathematician? No. Get out of here, no you fucking No chick is going to go for that. Yeah. <laughs> go crunch some numbers, Melvin. <laughs> he then continued to study all throughout Europe, eventually passing through Palermo and ending his studying pilgrimage in Toledo. Kansas? Holy Toledo, they Kansas? say. That's right. That's Toledo, right.
0: Kansas? That's right.
1: At the junior college <laughs> in Toledo. <laughs>
0: Independence, Mm -hmm. pirates.
1: His refusal of the bishopric was a huge intellectual loss to the Irish church, for he was so widely renowned.
0: (laughs) (laughs) His extensive (laughs) pants, learning. He's a Mormon, he's got magical (laughs) pants.
1: For he was so widely renowned for his extensive learning that he was credited with supernatural powers. Damn. He was too smart. And since he didn't want to work for the church, he was obviously a devil-devil. He was obviously a devil-slash-demon worshiper.
0: In To be fair, like Stephen Hawking and Neil deGrasse Tyson, they scare me. Yeah. Like, I think they might be witches, but I... True. You know, space witches. Neil deGrasse Tyson is just annoying. Space witches. Truth.
1: (laughs) Even Dante in the Divine Comedy places Michael Scott in the eighth circle of hell. Is that Judas? Is that Judas' tears? I don't know. I can't remember what eight and nine are. Nine's the lowest.
0: Okay. I think nine is where... Judas is crying so much it's like a lake of ice. Oh. That's one of the rings. Maybe. I thought,
1: I thought nine was where you fought Satan with a giant <laughs> horse
0: dick How in ma- the game Dante's every- Inferno. Or everybody go on YouTube and Google last boss of Dante's Inferno. Yeah. And yeah, it's I, they don't even need that in there. No. But for some reason, his dick's like two foot long. I've never seen a more bouncy dick in a video game. But I don't know. Maybe the eighth realm is... Like, frozen Judas tears. Maybe. That's um. where Michael Scott is, anyway. Mm. Is this, this is where Dundermuffin is. Dundermuffin? <laughs> Riffle, Dunder yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> this
1: did not stop all throughout history. Fast forward to 1541, the time period you were about talking mm. about earlier. The quote-unquote natural law still held sway in Ireland. But soon, a statute would need to come in place to protect the population from the dark arts. Two statutes had already been established in England, and the Irish Parliament adopted new anti-magic policies officially in 1586. There were suddenly seven different ways you could die as a felon in (laughs) Ireland. Not only that, if someone was killed in the process of a sorcerer casting a spell... The sorcerer
0: was immediately killed and
1: stripped of all lands and titles.
0: Hmm. Can you imagine if like I would love to like put a bunch of larpers like right in this time period, <laughs> like that lightning bolt lightning kid, bolt, <laughs> lightning bolt. <laughs> I would love to see what happens, dude. To him. That would be. Does he solid. just get burned immediately? That would be solid. He would get tied
1: up <laughs> and fucking burned immediately. <laughs>
0: Guys, you're casting a too real of a fireball on me. (laughs) Guys, this was supposed to be fun. We're just role-playing, guys. This must be a
1: really intense role-playing group. (laughs) If someone was maimed or injured during the process of spellcasting, the sorcerer would be jailed for one year and one day, and a regent would rule any counties or duchies in their place. (laughs) Also during that year, every quarter during the fair... The accused shall stand open in the stocks for six hours and shall openly confess his or her error. So for six hours, they're in each fair. You got to stand up there and be embarrassed. What an
0: a 1500s Irish fair like? I
1: think it's just where like all the farmers bring their stuff and mm. then the people get their stuff to make gruel soup for the <laughs> next four months. <laughs>
0: I, Whenever I see fair spelled like that, I always think of World of Warcraft mm. and the Darkmoon fair, mm. but I know it's not that fun. No, no, <laughs> no. It's probably like, here, have the potato the worms didn't eat. There's probably like buckets people are shitting in constantly yeah. just sitting there. It's like poop, poop bucket. <laughs> so, you get embarrassed
1: for the first strike, mm. second strike... You suffer death as a fellow.
0: Okay, so technically Lightning Bolt Kid wouldn't have been killed because he was just injuring people. He wasn't killing them. He would
1: be jailed for a year and a day and forced four times during that (laughs) year to stand (laughs) naked in the stocks.
0: I just keep imagining him with his (laughs) fucking outfit on. (laughs) Lightning Bolt. They were just egg cords, man. Come (laughs) on. (laughs)
1: Now, apparently, at the time, these statutes were considered kind. It made no mention of allowing torture to extract evidence. and for the,
0: <laughs> That's bullshit. We know that.
1: <laughs> and for the budding witch hunters of the land, it offered no real fun way to kill the witches. These were justice hangings. And they weren't even allowed to burn the witches alive at the stake. They had to be strangled first. Do you think that's better? No. No but these maybe
0: some of these witch hunters that are doing it because they get horny off mm. of it I thought you meant like being strangled to death versus being burnt to death oh I don't know probably I would probably rather be strangled yeah probably although there's that rumor that when you're burned your nerves are killed instantly well and then you, you kinda... can find that out <laughs> I'm a little too scared I'll go down with lightning bolt boy all right we're going down together god damn it I'm not sure if this is racist or not, Cody. You're going to have to
1: kind of tell me
0: this.
1: (laughs) But this good man named Barnaby Rich has this to say of Ireland in the late 1500s.
0: The Irish are wonderfully addicted to the credence of the prognostications of suiciders and witches. I
1: don't think that's racist. What he's saying is that the Irish are a superstitious, magic-believing people by nature.
0: We still know that they're leprechaun people Mm. so we know i think they still believe in fairies and stuff i think so someone's gonna send us a hate
1: mail but i think they do i actually i was just listening to a podcast where it says like fairy shit is like it's pretty prevalent over there (laughs) they bring it up pretty often
0: we shouldn't make too much fun of them because literally people here in the united states still believe that they can be assaulted by demons or that Satan's tainting them, or Satan's convincing them to cheat on their wife, or God knows what. Yeah. So, we, we're we not that much different. Mm. We're all the same
1: in the end. Mm. We're all pink in the middle. <laughs> Ew. Sorcerers were running rampant on the Emerald Isle, so much so that the nobility was infected. Gerald, 4th Earl of Desmond, commonly referred to as the Great Earl, was betrayed and killed in 1583. But his name lives on in mythology, for he is credited as being a husband or a son to a goddess. I have a feeling inbreeding has something a lot to do with this. <laughs> There's just no <laughs> clear, like, the writings don't make it clear whether mm. he was son or husband to. Mm. Either way, across the Earl's wide and expansive land sat a picturesque lake lake (laughs) Gurr, and our earl would hang out at the bottom of the lake enchanted for hours and hours at a time okay according to legend he was a very potent magician and usually resided in a castle which was built on a small island on his lake
0: it's kind of cool actually
1: like a wizard castle Mm -hmm. in the middle of the lake Mm -hmm. yeah to this castle he brought a young and beautiful bride and he loved her with a jealous anxious passion one day, she presented herself in the chamber in which her husband practiced his dark arts and begged him to show her the wonders of the evil science.
0: <laughs> Sounds like he was just into some freaky shit. <laughs> like his
1: bondage chamber? Yeah. You what
0: know? yeah. is it on Fifty Shades of Grey? Like, is that where you play Xbox? Or he's like, what's in that room? Is that where you play Xbox? And then it's all that fucking bondage shit everywhere. I hate to be God's honest with you, Cody, I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm, That is Casey's,
1: like, third favorite movie ever. Besides the remake of, uh... (laughs) What?
0: Thirteen Hours to Benghazi?
1: That, well, that, and the remake of Point Break. Ah, right. Mm. God, that's horrible. With the greatest reluctance, the Earl of Desmond relented, but warned her that she must prepare herself to witness a series of nightmares in order to comprehend the magics. Once the process was started, it could not be halted and could not be reversed, and if she spoke even a single word during the proceedings, the castle and all it contained would sink to the bottom of Lake Gerr. Mm.
0: So obviously this guy's making it up to get laid. I think so,
1: yeah, and he really loved this chick. He didn't yeah. want her being impressed by some other dude or whatever, mm. you know? I get it. Mm-hmm. It's, that would be rough. <laughs> obviously, the young, gorgeous, desperately smothered bride gave in to her curiosity and gave him her word. So he commenced, muttering a spell as he stood before her. Feathers sprouted thickly all over him. His face became contracted and hooked. A corpse smell filled the air, and the heavy thumping of giant vulture wings filled the room.
0: I think this is how Brock impressed Michelle.
1: Oh! It's the same love story. He he turned
0: into a bird and flew away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Earl was gone, and the vulture swooped around the room looking as if it were about to dive on his wife at any point. Then the bird landed near the door, and in less than a minute, changed, although she did not see how, into a horribly deformed and dwarfish hag, who, with yellow skin hanging (laughs) about her face and cavernous eyes, swung herself on crutches towards the lady, her mouth foaming with fury, and her grimaces and contortions becoming more and more hideous at every moment, until she rolled with a fearful yell on the floor in horrible
0: convulsions. (laughs) So it went from a prince or whatever to a fucking hag? An earl to a vulture Mm, to a hag. It's not sexy. Another instantaneous
1: change turned the hag into a giant serpent, and still the wife would not make a peep. It charged directly for her, coiled perfectly for a dripping venomous strike. (laughs) Right before it sank its fangs in her flesh, her husband stood before her, pale and with his finger on his lips enforcing the continued necessity of silence
0: mm, he's a druid Shapeshifting shout out, druid shout out
1: to our boy in blue oh yeah he's not in blue at all he's <laughs> just a boy he then laid himself fully on the floor and began to stretch longer and longer until his head nearly reached to the other side of the 20-foot room and his feet the other this was the tipping point for the poor girl she could not handle the magic. She gave a wild scream of horror, and the castle sank to the bottom of the lake. Oh, no. Once in seven years, the great Earl rises and rides by night on his white horse around Lake Gur. You'll recognize the horse by the distinct ghost-like features of it, and it has silver shoes. (laughs) Once those silver shoes are worn out, the spell that holds the Earl will be broken, and he will regain possession of his vast estate's and damn near royal power.
0: That is an awesome story. Right? That is fucking awesome. In the early 1800s, a man named Teague (laughs)
1: O'Neill claimed to have seen him under the following strange conditions. O'Neill was a blacksmith, and his forge stood on the brow of a hill overlooking a lake on an often abandoned part of the road. One night, on a very bright moon, he was working very late and quite alone. While waiting for some raw metal to melt, He heard the clattering of many hoofs ascending the steep and winding road that passed by his forge. Standing in the doorway, he saw a man on a white horse, dressed in a fashion unfamiliar to Mr. O'Neill. This man was accompanied by an entire company of similarly dressed men. They rode up the hill at a gallop, but the pace slowed as they drew near. And the rider of the pale white horse, who seemed to hold himself as a nobleman, drew bridle and came to a halt before the smith's very door. He did not speak, and all of his men were silent, but he beckoned to the smith and pointed down at one of the horse's hoofs. Teague stooped and raised it, <laughs> and held it just long enough to see that it was a silver shoe, which in one place was almost worn completely through. O'Neill knew what this meant immediately and recoiled with a terrified but silent prayer. <laughs> the Earl of Desmond's time on earth was almost upon us again. The Earl struck out at O'Neill with what felt like an icy whip, and a streak seemed to go through his entire body. And at the same time, the entire army broke into a gallop and disappeared down the hill.
0: Wow, that's badass.
1: All of this to say, there's some stories of cool magic and shit from Ireland. It really started as just, uh, I was just trying to do the Dame Alice story. Mm. And then I just kept going. Like, the next chapter was all about the laws and shit. Like, how that changed.
0: mm La, oh, oh! I see what you're saying. Yeah,
1: like it, originally this story was just supposed to be the Dame Alice story, but it spiraled way out of control.
0: I really like the Earl. The Earl's yeah, that's badass. Yeah, that's
1: so awesome. Like a badass magician ghost <laughs> that's haunted and can only ride around every seven years. I w-
0: okay, do you remember? Is is silver like a soft metal? Yeah. like gold is. Okay, would make very good shoes then. Wait, like you know, gold. Erase
1: that part. Gold is super pliable right silver's very hard, yeah,
0: okay, so maybe yeah. silver shoes be good mm. okay all right yeah that's that that's cool I wonder can you go there you think like to where this legend is and like they still talk about it you think I think definitely, not necessarily that they believe it, but like they talk about it because i've uh they have I've seen a shirt of it oh really? I looked it up yeah, that's fucking sweet, yeah. that is awesome
1: it's like a pretty cool artist rendition, it looks like a heavy metal version. <laughs> it's pretty cool.
0: Well when you hear on a white horse, yeah. I mean I instantly thought of is it Revelations? Oh yeah. Okay. Where is it Jesus on a pale horse? No, it's Johnny Cash. <laughs> Shout out Johnny Cash. But no Adam, that was great. That was uh you know, we love witches here. Yeah, definitely. And maybe not so much bishops with too much power. Bishops that,
1: creep me out, man. That's a
0: little scary. Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) they're a little too much for me, but
0: it's a great lesson in just how things can get out of control very fast. I'm sure I pronounced some stuff wrong. So go ahead and correct me on that (laughs) at
1: bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. What's that, Adam? Bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. As always, follow us on Twitter at bumblebuttpod and on Facebook and Instagram at bumblebuttpodcast. Also, we have personal Instagrams. Jordan's is at j.j.fox. Mine is at bumbleadam. Cody's is at Cody's Zabub. Mm. Now it's time for the most important part of the show, at least if you ask Cody, the iTunes
0: reviews. Mm. And uh, we actually got two written ones, I believe, this oh, week. Oh, my. So we'll start off with Blade... Okay, I, mean, I think it's five sevens, seven, 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 four, five, five, three. Mm. Uh he put cool beans, five stars. I haven't heard that expression cool in a long beans. time. Cool beans. I've ever heard beans hot, but the show good me laugh long time. Oh um, racist. <laughs> you're very racist. But, but thank you. I love it. Thank you, Mr. Blade, with lots of numbers. You're a you're a beast, Blade. <laughs> Alright, our next one is from Carly Gregory. Bumble binging at its finest.
1: Carly Gregory, who I was, who I just saw today.
0: Did you? Yeah. yeah. You said she really enjoyed a sticker. Oh, yes. Right? One of the stickers we made. Right. Yeah. Though it brings me a little shame, I'm happy to say I've binged <laughs> my way through the entire podcast in a mere two weeks, possibly one Jesus. of the- <laughs> Possibly one of the most well-researched podcasts I've ever listened to. Oh. I'm constantly laughing with every one of Cody's mispronunciations. Yeah. Adam's, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby. And Jordan's seemingly ceremonia- ceremonial beer cracks. <laughs> Keep up the excellent work, guys. You know what? It's funny because... I was embarrassed of my pronunciations at first. Now I now I get to wear it with the badge of honor. Exactly. I've conditioned the audience to understand I'm a little simple, so You get to it's wear fine. it. Yeah. You get to wear it. Perfect.
1: Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> ah, jeepers. All right. That's great. Thank you very much, Carly. Thank yeah. you very much, Blade, with a bunch of numbers. <laughs> we appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. That was amazing. All right, Cody. How about we pack it up and we all go home? Let's do that. All right, man. That's going to do it for me. I've been at them. And that's been Cody. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Adam. R.I.P. Jordan. Yeah. We'll uh, see you in the next life. <laughs> we'll see you again soon. Hopefully uh, he was burned peace. at
0: the stake.
1: I bet he was. <laughs> I hope he wasn't strangled first. No. So we can know yeah. when he comes back to I life. I hope it's on YouTube
0: later tonight. <laughs> what if he was like a, one of those Chinese monks that burned themselves for He's not that freedom? cool. He's not that cool. Hmm. Well, I wish he was.
1: <laughs> All right, everybody. That's going to do it. I'll see you later. Have a great weekend. Unless it's Tuesday.